Hello everyone and welcome to Women Decode STEM Season 2. I'm your host Neha Savnoor and in this season I will be talking to entrepreneurs from around the world. These visionaries have remarkable journeys that they will be sharing with us. Zoe Chu is a product builder from Malaysia who is very well known for her unique style of building products. She has built products like personal finance manager, SaaS subscription manager, MVP for a food delivery app and many more. Her product I lazy to read that auto summarizes articles in 5 sentences has been number 1 on product hunt with over 1300 upwards. Zoe challenges herself to design and build products in 24 hours using no code tools. She also offers consulting services to build MVP and complete products for her clients around the world. I'm curious to know how she stays motivated and keeps building so consistently. Hi Zoe, thank you for joining us today. Hey Neha, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is great. Um so before we start, can you tell us a little bit about your background before you got started with product development? Yeah, sure. So I started my solo founder career back in 2016 as a digital marketing consultant, selling content marketing and Facebook advertising services to local clients. And I think about two years and two years and a half into working as a you know digital marketing consultant, I realized that I wasn't burned out and I just didn't find digital marketing interesting anymore. So I was looking for something new to change my career. And at that time, I I was so interested in the technology world, like a startup world, because of the whole you know innovation aspect of you know people building startup and apps to you know to disrupt the industry. So I thought that was something very interesting, and I wanted to get into tech and product, but I didn't know how. So in 2019, I started to participate in all this uh, tech committee, like product hunts, and trying to get to know some of these people, uh, you know, who are starting businesses, starting tech startup, and building software. And I came across this term like uh, MVP, minimal viable products, and I had no idea what was that. And I researched a bit, and then trying to learn how to build uh, tech products and software. And I picked up learning how to code using Python and Django. I built an app uh, which helps to summarize online articles into five sentences. And then launch of product hands are uh, placed on number one, and then feature and life hacker, and also tech blocks in seven countries. And after that launch, I think because of that opportunity, it opened uh, the doors for me to work with you know global clients with all all these tech startups um, remotely. And I get a lot. I started getting a lot of inbound leads where startups reaching out asking if I could help them with product strategy, product launch, and also like user base discovery and. and Uh, community content development strategy yeah that's how i started my career in products <laughs> oh wow that's great um so you were a huge evangelist for no code tools use a lot of no code tools so how did you get started with this like when did you discover the no code tools and do you, you mostly use these to build all of your products yeah sure so i discovered no code uh in the same year i pivoted my career into uh, from marketing to to tech and i i discovered uh airtable car and then i started noticing people building things without coding and then the first few projects that i built without code was uh, you know simple project like personal website um music job board and also uh 
directory curation site using you know all these tools that I mentioned just now, WordPress, Airtable, and Card. And then I and then in, in the same year, I because I want to get better at product skills, so I started you know this 24-hour startup idea, which is like a personal hackathon for myself to get better product skills, so that I can work with you know product-related companies. And then I can, you know, validate ideas and build MVPs, eventually discover something I want to develop further to become company. So that's when, that's how I discovered no code. And then I started to build a lot of things uh, using no code technologies, um, you know, with different tools to build idea into products uh, and prototype, build functional app and also like mobile app, uh, without coding. So I think it's really uh, powerful because no code has you know enabled a lot of non-technical person to turn their idea into a functional app without you know having to learn how to code without having to uh, hire you know a tech person to help you build your first version of an idea so I think it, it lowers it lowers the barriers for new entrepreneurs to start uh, building businesses and startup and offering product and services to their customers and it also helps marketers to like quickly build landing pages so this is why I'm such a huge fan, huge fan of no-code technologies. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, I think anybody who doesn't know how to code but has an idea can test it out really quickly using no-code tools. And that's opened up doors for so many people that have previously been waiting to build something or wanted help to build so they can do it on their own now. So how do you source all of your ideas because you're putting out so many products out there? How do you source your ideas and what is the process that you follow from uh, getting the idea to building the MVP and publishing it? Yeah, sure. So one of my favorite ways to like discover you know, what ideas to build is to um, you know look at my personal use case uh, which is what are some, some some of the observations that I observe on a daily basis, my workflow, and how can I make it, you know, more frictionless and how can I make it more productive. So once I, you know, kind of know what, what's my, uh, you know, personal use case and what the problem I want to solve, I will start, you know, list out all the, you know, uh, key functionalities of my ideal solution to solve that problem. And then I will uh, start to think about who will be the user and then who, uh, what are the use cases and usability of the app. And then I will start looking for some UI, UX inspiration and prototype the app before the actual building process. And then during the, uh, during the building process, I will gather a list of, you know, no-code tools that can help me to achieve this, um, you know, let's say this uh, user management layer or this landing page uh, component or this you know database component and then I just gather those tools and then start building uh, the product. That's my regular process uh, you know in approaching building the product from idea to you know a functional app in, in the day for as quickly as possible. Okay yeah I was about to ask you like do you have a timeline that you give yourself within which you have to build the product? I think 24 hours is um, something that you put out there right? Yeah, it feels like a personal hackathon because it forces you to think about execution rather than, you know, you think about the different you know, different things, you know, or fear that you, you're launching a bad idea to the public. So I think that's a good timeline for like a personal hackathon that exercises to push yourself to launch. Yeah. Do, do you have like a tech stack that you uh, go to for building all of your products or do you experiment with different tools each time? Yeah, so most of the time I look at the usability of the app that I'm, I'm going to build before I look into the tool. So as long as I can find 
tools that I can work with to, to complete the, you know, to build out the functionalities of the app, then I think that should be sufficient unless I think I need to explore some other tools to help me achieve that functionalities that I, I, I don't know yet how to do it without code, then probably I will, I will learn the new tool. But most of the time I, I will look into uh, the use case, you know, what, what, what do I need to, you know, get this done before I look into, you know, exploring the different tools and possibilities. Okay. Can you tell us about one of the most fun projects that you have worked on? Yeah, sure. I think the most, uh, the most fun project that I have built is the meal kit uh, delivery startup idea. Because I was thinking, uh, how can I, you know, build like a delivery app using no code? And always some of the fast prototyping technique that I can apply, you know, for this type of idea. And then, yeah, that's one of the ideas that I built uh, using, you know, Google Sheets and, you know, Glide and then Stripe to connect all these different functionality, functionality pieces together. Yeah, that's pretty simple. Like, there's absolutely no code and uh, you can quickly build in a couple of hours, you can build a mobile application, right? And uh, like you said earlier, uh, one of your products, I Lazy to Read, was number one on Product Hunt last year in 2019. Was that one of your initial products or how did you go about to build that one? So, um, so I Lazy to Read uh, was a project that I built with Python, Django, CSS, and also uh, an API. So at that time, I was going through my 100, 100 days of code. And I was happy through the, the, the 100 days of code challenge. I, I felt boring and I wanted to build something with the limited skills that I had at, the, at that time because I, I thought to myself, instead of you know, learning you know, all this like framework or coding languages, why don't, why don't I try building something out of it, even though I, I only learned maybe a fraction of what I know about Python and Django. So I decided to build something and also use different stack like API and Bootstrap CSS to build a front end. And then I built it like in a day. It's a very simple concept to help, you know, to to summarize all the online articles in the five key sentences. Uh, it's like a productivity app to help people to read faster, to help people to, you know, gain insights from all these online articles. So I built it and launched it on like product hunts. Uh, I had no expectation about, you know, getting number one or, you know, getting traction or, you know, getting on, you know, feature on blogs, like, you know, live hacker, but it did happen, you know, it was beyond my expectation. I think that lesson taught me that you don't have to be perfect in order to, you know, to, to do something, to build, to build something useful for the user. So as a solo maker, like, how do you keep yourself motivated to keep building products? Yeah, I think it's important to give a strong reason to every goal that you set for yourself, whether that's for business or for building content or building, uh, you know, your your marketing. I think for me, like setting, a, give, give a strong reason to every goal you want to achieve uh, in your professional life. So how do I stay motivated in building so many products? Because my personal uh, mission is to build products and to identify, you know, validate ideas and identify the, the one that I can, you know, build for long-term and, you know, develop, find product market fit, become a company. So that's kind of my mission, why I keep building products to like collect data points to, you know, to, to determine the thing that I really can, you know, build it further. So that's my why and that's my uh, mission. And it, this is what keeps me going in like building products. And also because of my personal obsession with product design, I have a huge curiosity on how to, you know, solve 
problem using tech and design? You know, how can I reduce frictions, you know, by building this solution? How can I help users achieve faster in completing, you know, their tasks? So all this like, uh, you know, obsession about product design and product management and, you know, building and launching and marketing the side projects. So all these components is what makes me, you know, passionate about building different products and launching MVPs. Yeah, I think all of those are really important components for building a startup, like finding your user base, marketing component, and then also the product market fit. All of that goes with practice. And like I said, without actually building something, you won't understand which is the right path for you. So that's important. And how do you stay connected with the tech community? Do you network actively? And what channels do you use to meet other folks in the community? Yeah, sure. So one of my favorite activities to, uh, you know, keep myself, you know, sort of motivated because I'm a solo founder is to uh, be active, you know, and engage with the tech community. So I use channels like uh, Twitter. Uh, I'm active on Twitter and I use uh, LinkedIn as well. And the most important uh, part of my, you know, sort of like uh, building connections with the tech community is to uh, reach out, you know, personally and ask if we want to, you know, discuss about products, chat about startups and understanding, you know, trends, but just like exchange ideas, right, and learn from each other. So that's one of my favorite, you know, uh, activities out there work. And then also writing content and building products is a great way to, you know, get to know other like-minded people as well. I think um, when you write content, you will find the right people who are doing the same thing and they will reach out to you and, you know, exchange ideas and exchange our passion in, in products. So, so yeah, I think it's like uh, Twitter and LinkedIn and then also like writing content, these three components. And when you talk about writing content, you, you share about your product journey with the public via your newsletter and also your... Uh, habit tracker, goal tracker, all of that on your portfolio that you've put out for the public to see. So how has building in, in the public changed your journey as a maker and also for your consulting business? Um, I think like initially like building products helped me to understand, uh, you know, the product building process, you know, the product management, understanding about user, about UX and design. So all these skills, it's important to for me to turn any idea into becoming a, an MVP. So that's uh, that's one advantage. And then second advantage is by building a pro by building products and launching products, it helped me to gain, uh, you know, marketing skills. <laughs> As in how how do you how you go to market strategy for all these side projects because the more you build the the more you launch you get a lot of you get better at marketing for your products and then the third benefit is that building in public helps me to you know uh, get all these like inbound leads and clients without having to, me to like do you know um out, outreach to get clients which is like those days when I first started my first uh, digital marketing uh, in a consulting career I didn't have a brand I didn't have a following so it's hard for me to like land clients compared to now i'm building products to build an audience to build a personal brand so it really helps my career as a remote consultant and it also helps me to build a product skills as a product person so another question i had like related to content creation and your uh, putting things out in the public. You've been nominated for six Noonie Awards by Hackernoon recently for your contribution as a product builder, a designer for your writing. So how do you feel about that? 
Yeah, I think it's encouraging. You know, the tech community will always support each other, like by organizing this, you know, award to, you know, support, you know, people who are building things, you know, building software and launching things, using creativity and problem-solving skill to, uh, you know, improve other people's lives. So that I feel is very encouraging. Uh, it also makes people, you know, want to, you know, start building things for themselves, uh, because it's, uh, yeah, like the the, the tech. Community is very inspiring. Everyone's always find a way to improve, uh, you know, you know, improve workflow and makes you know, how how to improve their productivity. So I think it's it's very inspiring. Yeah, this is great um, to actually showcase others' works on different platforms like Hacker Noon. I think a lot of people read the hacker room so it's good to learn about different people building different kinds of products it's always encouraging and to get new ideas from there so that's great now i want to talk a little bit about your consulting business and uh, i know that you work with clients from around the globe what kind of marketing channels do you use to find these clients or do they find you most of the time, uh, it's inbound. So I uh, most of the times our clients, you know, they find me through, uh, you know, my content marketing, my blog posts, and also reach out on uh, Twitter or LinkedIn. So um, yeah, back to my uh, point uh, that I mentioned just now is it, building portfolio of you know what you're good at and you know showcasing your problem solving skills and product and tech. Uh, it it would help you to like open doors to you know land you know clients and work, work opportunities uh, remotely and i think um i think like you know going forward like a lot of people will be able to like work remotely like in a distributed environment so i think being able to like build a brand for yourself you know showcasing your work you know and really highlight what you're good at really helps people to you know find you rather than you having to like you know spend uh spend spend time to like outreach doing all the outreach effort to get potential customer yeah yeah that is true um and while, while talking about this um what offerings do you have for your consulting business does it depend on the kind of client you have or do you have a set of uh, features or services that you provide and then the client looks at that and uh, reaches out to you so i I work in the intersection between uh, different uh, components, for example, like product communication, which is more like marketing uh, related and also like user-based discovery and also like community, community content development strategy. So it's a combination of like applying product uh, development, product thinking skills into marketing and, you know, and build that early user base. So these are the work that I do. So most of the time I will look at what are the challenges challenges that clients have and then how can I integrate uh, you know my uh, processes or techniques to help them to solve that challenges and you know and and you know grow their you know product grow their products or you know their user base or you know their community or uh, all those components yeah okay and personally do you find anything challenging to work with clients globally like because of the different time zones or because you have to work virtually and you can't meet them in person. Have you faced any challenges so far? Yeah, I think uh, working remotely, like cross time zone, it's important to master this uh, communication skills, whether that's through asynchronous communication or you know, synchronous communication, being able to communicate through uh, collaboration tools and such as you know, Slack or you know, Google Docs or, or Notion. 
being able to like uh you know follow up and you know i think time zone is not a, a big problem for me personally um because maybe i work all the time <laughs> <laughs> and that, that 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 hasn't been a, a big issue i think it's the, the issue with remote working and the skill that every remote uh, professional needs to have is being able to communicate yeah so i would say that's one skill you need to master yeah, I think um, right now, because everybody is working remotely, some of us have the Zoom fatigue <laughs> because we are always on Zoom meetings. That So yeah, definitely um, remote working is not a skill set that everybody has, I guess. And we're all developing it as we go. Uh, has the pandemic affected you at all? You spoke a little bit about that right now. Have you typically been working remotely or did you have to change the way you work because of the lockdown and the situation right now? Yeah, sure. So I, I've been working sort of remotely since 2016. So uh, I would say the, pandem the pandemic hasn't affected my work uh, directly, but I think it does reinforces my belief about remote, the potential of remote work, where everyone gets the opportunity to work with global team, global talents and, uh, being able to tap into, you know, the different, um, you know, different opportunities uh, while we are uh, remaining, you know, at home. So I think uh, in the future, like there's a lot of potential for remote opportunities. And this pandemic reinforces my belief in that. And this is why I think it's important to continue to build career out of it and becoming, you know, uh, upgrading your skills as a remote professional and being able to, you know, continue this journey by offering what you're good at uh, with your customers. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, I think we've also seen like some of the large companies going completely remote. Yeah, um, that is a skill set I think everybody is looking at right now. That is true. What about balancing your life outside of product building and consulting work? Like, how do you, what do you do to take your mind off of work and relax? Yeah. I, I always make sure that I always have the time, uh, always get to spend time on doing things that I think is important. For example, reading books, listening to music, uh, eat the right food and get to, you know, exercise regularly. Because I think having a balance on a daily basis, not weekly basis, it's important to, uh, you know, give, uh, you know, improve your thinking and clarity so that the next day when you jump into work, you have the you have the ability to make you know fast decisions. Have the ability to stay focused. So I think yeah, the way I balance my uh, my product building or startup life is really to to just get to spend time on things that matters to me. You know, taking care of my mental health. Uh, you know, eating, nutrition, sleep, the essentials. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Yeah, um, like you said, we have to take that into account every single day and not just wait for the weekend and say, okay, I'm going to relax in the weekend, right? Um, again, I think that is something the pandemic has taught us. We need to balance our life and take care of ourselves better. So that's awesome. Um, uh, I had a couple of questions again for you because you are a solo builder. Um, so have you faced any challenges to build um, and to stay active building on your own because you're working with yourself. What kind of challenges have you faced until now? And like, how did you overcome those challenges? I think for me, it's I always schedule time to like talk to people. I think that's important because when you're working with yourself, you don't get that 
opportunity to like uh, have a sounding board to like bounce ideas off with other people. So I always want to make sure that I can schedule time to meet people through, you know, uh, social media or like reaching out to like build connections and, you know, hop on a call. Just try to like get, you know, get hear stories, you know, and get inspiration from other people because I think, uh, you know, having all this conversation will help you stay motivated uh, as a, a solo founder because when you hear how other people deal with their challenges and you know, what a met- uh, methodology and approaches they use to overcome this, you know, um, you know, challenges and then you get ideas on how to solve your you know, own challenges as well. So that's important. And also second tip I will share is um, plan out your day, your week, you know, know exactly what you're going to do after you wake up in the morning, know exactly what you're going to, uh, what's your cadence look, looks like, or when are you going to do your product stuff, your marketing stuff, your audience building stuff, or your, you know, uh, you know, outreaching stuff or, you know, brand building stuff and everything. Because I, I think having clarity will help you stay motivated so that you don't get into a state where you constantly have to figure out what should I be focusing on and how do I prioritize. So sort of like build out the template for you to make decisions, to automate your all these kind of decisions that you have in your solo business. It will help you to stay motivated in constantly putting out content or, you know, you know building products or, yeah, doing what it should be doing. And have you reached out to people looking for guidance so far? Like, do you believe in having mentors or are you self-motivated uh, reading things up and looking at what others are building? I do when I feel like uh, I need I need a sounding board. I will reach out to like uh, people that I trust, uh, people that I think can give me insights, insights and advice to like, uh, you know, move on to the to the next steps. But most of the time, I I will I will read books to find you know inspirations because I think inspiration is it's very helpful to help you find you know what's the direction you're gonna take and you know, which path you're gonna take and yeah read a lot of books is helpful and also have a circle of close friends that you can reach out to whenever you need a sounding board or asking for advice so that's important. Okay, that's great. Um... And for our listeners, how can they reach out to you or how can they look at all of the projects that you have? You want to share your website and other um, sites that you have all of your products available. Yeah, sure. So you can reach out to me on uh, my Twitter and personal website, which is uh, wezoe.com. <laughs> and then also on LinkedIn. Yeah, I, I'm active on this two uh, social media. So feel free to reach out to me. Okay. Thank you, Zoe, for providing a lot of information about the way you build products and your motivation. I think that is really important as a solo founder and somebody who's building products that are really helpful. So before we let you go, we have a rapid fire round. Are you ready for the questions? Yeah, sure. Let's do this. (laughs) Okay. First question. Name one role model. I would say Steve Jobs because he knows about design and he's a great marketer, storyteller. He knows how to sell Apple to, to his customers. So I think being a product builder, a designer, and like a marketer, I always look for ideas and inspiration from you know his uh, YouTube video. You know the video about about him on stage. You know announcing new Apple products. So that gives me a lot of uh, inspiration on how to be a better storyteller or marketer. <laughs> yeah, I really liked his uh, uh, autobiography. Um, I think that was very inspirational. 
So second question for you, what is your favorite hobby? The favorite hobby is listening to music. Uh, I'm a big fan of electronic music. I listen to a lot of different, uh, you know, uh, different types of music. But I love electronic music because it gives me a lot of energy. Being able to like, you know, give me that kind of focus that I need when I'm, you know, working. So yeah, my that's my favorite thing to do every day. <laughs> Great. Last question, being organized or attention to detail? I would say um, depends on situation, but mostly I'm inclined to like, you know, staying organized because that helps me to reduce friction. <laughs> I always find ways to reduce frictions in, in everything I do. Yeah, so being organized is very important to me. Attention to details uh, when it comes to certain things that I need to like make important decisions, um, you know, such as like uh, career directions or, you know, the path that I need to take, then I will be a little bit, put more attention to the like, understanding uh, you know, things and details. So, yeah, that would be a different, uh, you know, focus. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, thank you, Zoe, for being on the show today. And uh, we learned really a lot of things about product development from you. Thank you. Thank you, too. Thank you so much for listening to Women Decode STEM. If you're new here, please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on iTunes. It helps me get my message out to a wider audience. All the social links to my guests are in the show notes. I will talk to you next week. Until then, I hope you have a great day and the rest of the week ahead. Bye.